Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Hope you're having uh, as solid of a Thursday as you can. Very quiet on the NHL front these days. Uh, players uh, coming uh, back into town uh I mean, there's been a few guys here that have been over the course of the summer, like a Kyle Turris, but uh, some of the players making their way into the town this week. Leon Dreisaitl, by the way, a couple weeks ago, uh, returned to Edmonton. And then uh, next week, uh, the big week, and we start to see sort of the uh, the non-team sanctioned skates that will take place, and we'll get after it here for a uh, rookie camp roughly around the 15th, training camp around the 22nd. We get into some exhibition games, and then the start of the regular season on October the 13th. So we're about 40 days out for the start of the NHL regular season. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you coming up in the first half hour. We'll talk about today's top story. Uh, we'll get into the Oilers Now Audio Vault with a bit of a uh, coaching uh, perspective on Oilers prospect Dylan Holloway. 12.35, Oilers, uh, one of the two Oilers play-by-play voices uh, that I have the privilege of working with during the course of the season, Cam Moon. We're going to actually talk a bit about some of uh, Cam's uh, favorite uh, tough guys from uh, Red Deer that went on to the National Hockey League. NHL insider John Shannon joins us today at 105. And at 135, our coach's week continues. Former Edmonton Oiler, Alberta Golden Bears head coach Ian Herbers, who's got a lot of talent on this year's. And people say, well, Stoffer, they have a lot of talent every year. Different team, bigger team this year. And uh, 
their season, uh, they've already uh, broken training camp as well. It's interesting. The Edmonton Oil Kings have uh, started their training camp. The Alberta Golden Bears have started theirs. Full vaccination expected in the Western Hockey League in order to play. I know that uh, the U of A is fully vaccinated as well. Reed Wilkins po- uh, pointed that out a couple days ago. Brendan Escott uh, put a tweet out today uh, about a, a player with the uh, Sherwood Park Crusaders that uh, has a connection to a guy that won a Grey Cup, Brendan. What's going on? Oh, no, I didn't even consider that he may be related to uh, to Marcus. But, yeah, Carmelo Crandall has signed with the uh, Sherwood Park Crusaders, tore up the uh, St. Albert uh, Sabres uh, team in 2019-20, 30 goals in 33 games. And I know this was a pretty highly sought-after young prospect. There we go. Now, tell me, with the AJHL, are they too? Is there uh, – I, I saw the other day that the SJ is going to be fully vaxxed. Uh, is that what's going on with the AJHL as well? Ooh, that's a really good question that I should know the answer okay. to and don't want to definitively say. Okay, well, sorry for putting you on the spot. Hey, Brendan, you know, yesterday uh, Cactus Jack sent us a text about uh, the fact that there's um, some of the highest plugged-in sources in, that cover the NBA are saying that players that go into uh, markets that have uh, very strong expectations of uh, vaccination uh, – if you go into New York City or you go to play uh, in Golden State, if you're not vaccinated, you don't get into a building. And that, that is uh, another one of the storylines. And I, I realize that Shay just talked about this um, for the last few hours. But this is this is really going to get interesting here, isn't it? I'm, I'm kind of intrigued because I know when the Oilers put out their tweet uh, early last week about what the policy was going to be, uh, proof of vaccination or proof in the last 48 hours of a negative test, uh, I, I did see a lot of uh, sort of the, the follow-up comments back and forth. And, of course, you have the 22% or so who, uh, you know, feel this whole thing is uh, a sham and don't think that they should have to get vaccinated. Or maybe there's just some that actually have, uh, you know, medical conditions or religious beliefs as to, uh, you know, why uh, they feel uh, that they shouldn't be vaccinated. But that other 70% or so out there uh, in the province, by the way, for 12 plus is up. I think we're at 69.9% as we speak. Um, they were pretty <laughs> pretty strong in their comments, basically saying if they're not vaccinated, I don't think they should be in the building. Uh, do you think we're going to get to the point, Brendan, between the NHL and the NHLPA where it's not strongly recommended? It's Do you think we're going to get to the point where it's going to be enforced? Can you do that? when you have a labor representation for the actual players. I don't know if you can or you can't, but I, I, it's going to be pretty interesting times. I think you'd agree on that, don't, wouldn't you, Brendan? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's it's going to be a great time to be a spectator for it and probably a pretty miserable time to be involved with it. But if we're to believe what John Shannon says, uh, it sounds like that's going to be quite the, the bargaining process to even get that to a bargaining table, let alone get it sorted out. Yeah, uh, serious. We've we're already getting texts on this as we speak. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. This text comes in saying, "Seriously, stop talking about COVID every day. It isn't your strong suit. And just because twenty two percent are unvaccinated, that doesn't mean that there isn't a huge portion of those that did get vaccinated, like myself, who think all of these restrictions are basically causing a two tiered uh, life." And it's completely wrong, says the texter. Well, I mean, hey, we've got a mask mandate that's kicking back in uh, tomorrow in Edmonton. And I know there's a lot of people out there that did get vaccinated that are frustrated that we got the mask mandate again. So, and everybody's uh, entitled to their opinion, including the uh, 
host of this show, and all, I, all I'm going to say is I, the numbers kind of speak for themselves, right? Like when you're sitting there looking at uh, the daily totals, and all you need to do is go to uh, the Alberta Health site web, and I have done, and Brendan, you know this, I have the index cards for the last 17 months with eight different statistical categories. We have 107 people uh, in ICU in this province. A couple days ago, uh, we were at 98 in ICU. Three Three were fully vaccinated individuals, and I believe there's about 2.6 million uh, eligible Albertans that are fully vaccinated. Conversely, you know, if you take away 12 and under, which can't get uh, vaccinated, or I guess 11 and under that can't get vaccinated, that leaves about 3.7 million Albertans overall. And so we're in this situation here where the numbers kind of speak for themselves. And there's been, uh, I know Darcy McLeod, a.k.a. Wood Guy, has retweeted some numbers out there that are really interesting in terms of the percentages and probabilities. And there's so much information out there right now that, uh, and you have access to it, so you can work away uh, through it as well. I'm just, I'm going to be really, we know for a fact in the Olympics, the players aren't going to be able to participate in the Olympics unless they are vaccinated. And I'm just going to throw that out. You know, I, I'd kind of know, like to know what, uh, as a fan, and, you know, what's your expectation? Like, do you, uh, is the standard that the Oilers have set, which is going to be that you either have proof of vaccination or a negative test in the previous 48 hours, is that is that good with you? Because I know some of the individuals out there think it's BS that there's any form of this, and there's other individuals that say, no, everybody should be vaccinated. And then we get to masking in the building in terms of the overall experience. And again, Reed mentioned the other day that theoretically, or uh, private businesses do have uh, the right to ask the government if they've got their own standards of which the Oilers Entertainment Group would have for Rogers Place, uh, they do have the right to uh, make an amendment to that mass bylaw in their facility, given that you have to have proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test in the 48 hours preceding the game event. So give me your thoughts on that. I'd kind of like to know where your headspace is at. And I get it. Uh, we have... Uh, it's interesting. You have people far to the left people far to the right you have people that are pragmatic um some might say the pragmatic approach is the sooner everybody's vaccinated the better chance we have to get things kind of back to normal and others would say that's complete bs and you can't tell me what to do that's sort of the range and the opinion out there so uh but in terms of the in-building experience for games i talked to you know a couple of the uh advertisers on the show over the course of the last 48 hours to 72 hours and there I, I sense that their preference would be to see uh, people uh, fully vaxxed in the building I don't think we're going to be able to get there but I'm going to be intrigued to see where that goes and I got to be frank with you I'm going to be intrigued to see where it goes for the players as well and how that gets worked out especially in light of the news yesterday out of uh, certain sources that cover the NBA saying that you're not going to be able to play in states like New York and potentially in a... And again, part of this happens because there's different rules for different provinces in Canada and obviously different rules for different states in the U.S. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Brendan. I, I, I sort of... I saw the U.S. advisory on going to Canada and I'm kind of thinking to myself, well, maybe the U.S. might want to look in the mirror a bit here too. This is a country that has... Uh, well... 
Here's a number for you. There's only two U.S. states that have a lower death rate per million than Alberta. And those uh, two states are Vermont, which is a very small state, and Hawaii. Those are the only two states that have a lower death rate per million for COVID-19 than Alberta. Take it for what it's worth. Believe what you want to believe, but... uh, you know, the numbers, again, are available. And all you need to go, uh, as an example, you go to Alberta's website for the provincial numbers. Uh, you can go to World uh, World Amito's Info for numbers on, on countries in terms of comparables. If you're looking for how Alberta is doing versus the other provinces in Canada right now, you can go to COVID19tracker.ca. I know, I know, I know. You want to talk about the fourth line left wing on the Bakersfield Condors. Oh, it's funny times, to say the least. 12-17 at Edmonton. What's our top story? Is that our, what do you think? Is that our top story, Brendan, in terms of, you know, this this ongoing saga? Like, what's, how, I'm not even sure at this stage, the national, and maybe John Shannon can give us some greater insight on this coming up at 105. I think they're still kind of waiting. It's like, we got another, we got 40 days till the start of the regular season. Maybe the goalposts are going to be moving here, but our top story is brought to you daily by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Um, Nothing to report on Connor Yamamoto. Joel Farabee signed with the Philadelphia Flyers. Brendan, do you have the numbers on that contract, by the way? Uh, Six years, $30 million, so 5 mil AAV. And what's interesting is, and I was, Jim Matheson reached out to me today, had a bit of a conversation with him. It's pretty interesting in terms of the comparables and the numbers between what's been accumulated in their careers by Farabee and Connor Yamamoto. But again, Yamamoto to me is most likely going to get a two-year bridge deal. Uh, I don't know, maybe in the range of, 1.5 1.5 to 1.75 million dollars. He had four goals in the final 41 games last year. Uh, unfortunately for Kyler, he does not have arbitration rights, which does not work to his advantage. Um, and so maybe there's a, a mid-range that can be worked out there. 1219 at Edmonton. We'll come back with the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear and slide into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. <laughs> Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. 1221 in Edmonton. All right, so let's give some response uh, to the listeners here. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street or and uh, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. You can also reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Uh, they've got Honeymoon Suite and the Headpins taking the stage tomorrow night. April Wine rocks the house September 18th and Hotel California, the Eagles. That's a tribute band. They play Friday, October 29th. All details are available at RiverCreeResortCasino.com. They've brought you Elliot Friedman uh, for each of the last four seasons here on Oilers Now. Here we go. This text comes in saying, Bob, if fans are paying and have to be vaccinated in buildings such as Rogers or the Saddle Dome, then every player uh, better be available to play, whether they've been swabbed or received the vaccinations. Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Rob says, Bob, it's just my opinion, but everybody should be fully vaccinated to get into any type of event. Um. 
Alex says, Bob, I just got hired by the WHL in their hockey operations department. Just wanted to thank you as you were a big influence to me in analyzing the game as a young fan listening to the games on the radio. From Alex. Well, congratulations, Alex. Um, don't know what to say on that, but uh, best of luck with the Western Hockey League. There's some people that have uh, really progressed out of the, out of there and done quite well, including Kurt Hill, who worked in, uh, for the WHL, uh, and Brock Boot, who now works for the uh, Oilers Entertainment Group. Um, hmm. Bob, this text comes into us from Mark in St. Albert. There should definitely be mandatory vaccinations required to attend Oilers games. The players should also be subject to the same mandatory vaccination criteria. If you are an anti-vaxxer, you can stay home and watch TV. When you choose to ignore public health concerns, you've abdicated your rights to attend Oilers games in person. I'm tired of all the selfish people, says Mark in St. Albert. Again, you can text us 7 4960063. Sheldor, Coach Sheldor says, Bob, I agree with the texter that said enough of the COVID talk. A quick update is good enough. We get enough from uh, the other sources during the course of the day. Um, Fletch in Calgary says we're going to be in a vaccine world. And simply put, if you don't want to get vaccinated, then you can't go to events. It's simple. And it's not complicated. So, uh, there you go. And you can text us at 780-496-0063. This one comes in saying, I understand a private business can do whatever they want when it comes to allowing people into their facilities uh, that are vaccinated. However, isn't uh, Rexall Place, says the texter, a publicly funded arena? Well, you're thinking of Rogers Place, obviously, now. it was a 3P deal, a private-public uh, uh, partnership for the deal, but the Oilers Entertainment Group runs the building. That's how it works. And that's and, and believe me, if you know the current makeup of city council, uh, <laughs> it would be, uh, I would suggest, left-leaning and probably quite supportive. And there was probably some form of dialogue between the Oilers Entertainment Group and the city as well on that front. So take it for what it's worth. 1224 Edmonton into, at this time, the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We had Penn State head coach Guy Gdowski on yesterday. Uh, he coached against Dylan Holloway. These comments on Holloway's ability in the face-off circle. One aspect that uh, we certainly didn't like seeing is when he'd go out to the, the face-off dot. Like, he was he was awesome against us. I don't know his exact season stats, but I can tell you against us, he was excellent. Uh, I mean, I think I remember one game where he was, geez, he had to be, had to be 84, 85%, and uh, he seemed to take all the important draws, and he certainly won the, the vast majority of them. So even though he's a young player, I, obviously, you know his skill level. I thought he handled himself physically and, and battled really hard, especially, and had a ton of success in the face circle. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is uh, Guy Gadowski talking about Dylan Holloway. He's got a chance. Uh, we, we probably mentioned this, I don't know, early August uh, about the potential of the orders given the cap space that can be created in LTIR with Oscar Clefbaum that you may see one of Broberg or Holloway on the active roster to start the season. Uh, and that would allow for some more creative flexibility when those players would be recalled later in the year. They, the Oilers did the same thing this past season with Evan Bouchard. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Lots of you uh, have certainly um, taken the time to text us. I'll try to sprinkle... Um, 
some in here. Uh, this one comes in, Bob. If the cost of being an, an unvaxxed elk is losing a paycheck or forfeiting a game as a professional athlete making your living playing ball, is that a financial risk worth taking? Well, that's the question, and, and I believe there's been rumblings in and around the National Hockey League with the NHLPA where it's a possibility as well. And part of it might be the different standard in Canada versus the United, United States. So you may have American players that are strong anti-vaxxers that are going to say, I'm not getting the vaccine, that's all there is to it. I'm fine, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I haven't tested positive yet, And uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to... You know, forget about the Canadian rules, so I'm not going to play any games in Canada this year. I could foresee a couple of players potentially doing that. I, uh, a couple of American players specifically playing for American teams. I cannot see that happening for a player in Canada because the amount of travel that's going to happen this year, uh, given that they've gone back to the same divisional structure that they had a couple, you know, the traditional divisional structure. All right, here we go. Let's get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Company branded apparel, products, and awards. They make masks as well. All created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here's Brendan Escott. Well, we can't forget the St. Albert native Colton Pareko signed an eight-year contract extension with the St. Louis Blues yesterday worth $52 million. It's an AAV of $6.5 million for the 28-year-old. He does have one year left on this existing deal with the Blues. Joel Farabee, Bob mentioned, signed for six years in Philadelphia, $5 million per season there after the 21-year-old scored 20 goals and 38 points in 55 games last year. He was the 14th overall selection from 2014. In Buffalo, Casey Middlestad agreed to a three-year $7.5 million extension. He went eighth overall in 2017, but pretty quiet through his first 155 NHL games. Another American, Jack Johnson, inked a professional tryout offer with the Colorado Avalanche. And Carolina named former defenseman Tim Gleason an assistant on Rod Brindamore's coaching staff. All right. Uh, well, you know what? We got some smart textures that have a great sense of humor. This one comes in. I mentioned that Alex said, hey, Bob, I used to listen to your show, and you got me into hockey, and now i got a job with the WHL. This texter out of Edmonton says, Bob, I applied for an executive job uh, with the CHL and didn't make the cut due to referencing your name in some hockey analysis questions. So there you have it. Now, that's kind of funny. I like that. Uh, you could text us at 780-496-0063. Nils says, Bob, have you heard of any unsigned NHL players around the league who might be forced to do tryouts? I wonder if that happens to Tyler Ennis. Maybe you know, he's going to have to go down that path. Alex Chason's already done that before as well. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson and for our friends at Brent Ridge Ford. Oilers, uh, what are the Oilers' two play-by-play voices? Mooner, Cam Moon coming up when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.